the Zad Zooks Happy Hour, a podcast providing commentary on the latest in film, TV, games, and comics. My name is Todd Stoll, and I'm joined by 25-year veteran reporter covering pop culture, video games, and technology for the Washington Times, Joseph Zadkowski. How's it going? I'm going good. Great. Much better. Now we're here? Yep. So, welcome to Oscars night. We're going we're gonna to predict before... These things even happen. Minutes. Minutes before it happens. Unfortunately, the podcast isn't live, so. It's not live. We'll look like idiots afterwards. But I wanted to, to do the uh, Razzies first with you. Okay. So I wanted to see if you could pick a couple of these. I'm not going to do them all, but. Uh, do the key categories. Do the key, Well, there's not very many categories anyway. Um, so I know your favorite, which I don't think you watch, Chips <laughs> won the Barry L. Bumstead Award. Whatever, whatever that is. Um, is Baywatch in there somewhere? Yeah, it won the the it was it won the award. The Razzie nominee, so rotten you loved it. Okay, I hated that movie. <laughs> that did was they, really. Did they nominate Mel for Daddy's Home too? He won. That's so not right. So he be give the guy a break. They be Anthony Hopkins from Transformers. Josh Duhamel from Transformers, Russell Crowe from The Mummy, and Javier Bardem from Mother and Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Brother. Russell Crowe should have won that category. Uh, best, worst, sorry, best. Worst supporting actress, Kim Basinger, Fifty Shades Darker. She was in that movie? Apparently. Oh, man. Worst actress goes to Tyler Perry for <laughs> Medea. <laughs> <laughs> That's cruel. Beating out Katherine Heigl, Dakota Johnson, Jennifer Lawrence, and Emma Watson. Ugh. Worst actor. Okay, I'm going to give you uh, all of them. All right. Mark Wahlberg, Zac Efron, Jamie Dornan, Johnny Depp, Tom Cruise. Okay. So they hate Wahlberg, but they really would like to give it to Tom Cruise because they really hate him. Well, they hated the mummy, and, the, and he won. Tom Cruise? Worst actor. Right. Of course. So, worst, they want to get him. Worst director. I won't give you the names. I'm going to give you the movie. Okay. The Mummy, Fifty Shades Darker, Transformers The Last Night, Mother, or the Emoji Movie? Emoji Movie. Congratulations. Yes. You're, you're really doing well on this Thank one. Thank you. Worst picture. Here we go. Trans- emoji Movie. You win. Of course. Uh, let's see if there's anything else in here. Worst screenplay. Emoji movie. You win again. Wasn't Patrick Stewart in the Emoji movie? He was. He, Did he, he was, win? He was the poop. He was the poop Was emoji. there a special award given for poop? No. 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 So uh, Transformers last night had 10 uh, nominations. Fifty Shades Darker had nine. The Mummy had eight. Baywatch and the Emoji movie had five. Daddy's Home 2 had two. I'm so happy I only saw a few of those movies. <sighs> I mean... And I am... St- Forget it. I'm sorry. Daddy's Home 2 was a funny movie. Uh, I can totally see why they would think that Mel Gibson deserved it because he pretty much just kind of laughs the entire movie and doesn't really have like any sort of substance whatsoever. Well, one reviewer considered him like the like the omniscient observer. Yes. He was sitting in the he would sit in the, he was the he was the audience. He sat to the side, made smart ass comments and laughed. All, but he's such a, I mean, look at like Lethal Weapon. I know Mel Gibson is like a creep and I get that. I totally get that. But Lethal Weapon, he was great in those movies and he's got the comedy chops. Yep. 
and they kind of squandered they didn't, that they didn't with him. Give him enough. And Lithgow was really good in this. I liked him a lot. Right. And Wahlberg just always seems like he's the same exact guy in every movie. Well, it's he like, gets paid well oh, for he being gets the paid exact. A ton. And Farrell was fine. He was fine. I think the only scene I really laughed at was him with the snowblower. Thank you. Because that was pretty stupid. That was very Christmas vacation esque. Yes, it was. It really was. It, was. it really was. Did we just fly off a tangent? Okay. Yeah. Well, we're going to review fine. it. So I guess. Are we going to do Oscars for a segment? Uh, yeah. Wait. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Do it. So pull it um, up. Yeah. I mean. Pause if you must. No, I don't have to pause. I can get right into it. I guess the real question is: is how many Oscar movies do you think you've seen? Not enough. Not enough. Yeah. Once I mean, we get past Get Out. I know if you had your way, it would be like Star Wars and Thor Ragnarok winning everything. Yes. Right? Sweep. Just a total sweep. Um, yeah. So, okay. Let's go into it and let's see what we've got here. Uh, my goodness. And an honorary Oscar for Harold Ramis. You think that's actually going to happen? No. <laughs> well, no. He's been dead for too long. Yeah, no. They didn't even give him a posthumous one, and he and, and really honestly, that dude deserved it for Groundhog Day alone. Yep, that movie's so good. We talked about that before. All right, here we go. Best picture. See, very difficult choice. Not for me. You think three billboards? Hundred percent. I did watch it. I last loved night. It was, did you like it? Yeah, I oh, liked it a lot. My God, I didn't like the ending. I don't want to spoil it. I agree with anybody, you. I agree with but you. But I really didn't like the ending. But she's good. And I'm talking the last Ten, five Yeah, five minutes. minutes. Five minutes. Other than that. She's great. Sam Rockwell, Rockwell. Woody. He is by far the Barney Fife of alcoholic racists. There's no question about it. He's going to win. funny to watch. He's going to win. He should win. Is he so, supporting? Yeah. So, so best picture movies, Call Me By Your Name, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk. Get Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, no idea what that is, The Post, The Shape of Water, Three Billboards. I mean, they're going to give it The Shape of Water. That's they're not. Why. You don't think so? They Three Billboards has run the gamut. Okay. And I got to believe it's won everything up to it. I, as for, for me, what I would love to see is I would love to see Get Out win it. I'm getting a lot of pressure from third parties saying that Get Out is going to win it. You think so? But they're not going to win it. There's not. I've never seen a horror film like that win. Ever. Yeah. All right. So so who's your pick? I'm taking three billboards. <sighs> I say it's going to be an upset shape of water. Okay. Lead actor, Denzel, Gary Oldman. Oldman. Don't even yeah. you keep going. Yeah. I would love to again see Daniel, uh, I think it's Kaluuya for Get Out. Yep. I would love to see that. Daniel Day-Lewis. Everyone says he maybe has a shot at it. I think Oldman's got it. Yep. 100%. Uh, lead actress, Meryl Streep. Uh, I'm going to botch her name. <laughs> Serios. This is my favorite part of the Ronin. Time. When you pronounce names. Margot Robbie, Francis McDormand, Sally Hawkins. I would really prefer that Francis McDormand won, but there's a lot of buzz over um, Margot Robbie for I, Tonya. I think Francis wins it. Okay. Um, supporting actor, William Defoe, William, Woody Harrelson. Wow. Richard Jenkins, wow. Christopher Plummer, Sam Rockwell. Wow. Rockwell. Yeah, but man, that's a lot of good, good acting there. Harrelson and Rockwell, man. I But Rockwell is, just makes that movie. 
Supporting actress Mary J. Blige, Allison Janney, Lori Medcalf, Octavia Spencer, and Leslie Manville. I go with Allison Jenny. I Tanya. I'm going with um, Lori I, Metcalf. I want her to win so bad. I really do. It would be awesome. But I don't think she's going to. Okay. Uh, director Christopher Nolan for Dunkirk, Jordan Peele for Get Out, Greta Gerwig for Lady Bird, Paul Thomas Anderson for Phantom Thread. Guillermo del Toro for The Shape of Water. So, uh, consolation prize goes to Get Out here. That's my. You feeling. think Peel will win it? That'd be an upset. I think they'll give it to him. If you're it, guessing Guillermo del Toro, yeah, or that's the consolation prize because he doesn't win Best Picture, and that could be, that could be. I'm going with Get Out there. That's on the limb. This one's easy. Animated feature. Boss Baby. No. Breadwinner, no. Coco, yes. Ferdinand, no. Loving Vincent. Coco is very strong. Very strong. Like, really strong. They're not, not going to be, no one's going to be able to touch that. Uh, I don't know anything about animated shorts. I didn't see any of them, so I don't know. Don't care. Uh, adapted screenplay. Ugh. Call Me By Your Name. The Disaster Artist. Logan. Molly's Game. Or Mudbound. As much as I'd like to see Logan win it, they're going to give it to the Disaster Artist. You think they're going to give it to them, even though Franco... Yeah, that's interesting. I think it's going to be one of the other movies. I don't know which because I haven't seen them, but I bet I bet I would be surprised if the Disaster Artist wins. It's also interesting because I feel like Logan's been out for a while now. Yeah. Um, original screenplay: The Big Sick, Get Out, Lady Bird, Shape of Water, Three Billboards. That one I give to Jordan Peele. You get think out. Late, that's where Get Out wins? Yep, I think so. All right, so I'll go Get Out here and. Um, Guillermo del Toro for yeah. Shape of Water. Cinematography. Blade Runner 2049, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Mudbound, Shape of Water. Dunkirk. I hope so. That movie was beautiful. It was beautifully shot. Uh, we didn't really see any documentaries, so we're not going to skip that. Live action shorts, no. I think pretty much there's nothing All right, left, here, right? Here's one. Film editing. Baby Driver, Dunkirk, I, Tanya. The Shape of Water, Three Billboards. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it so far out and say Baby Driver, even though they Not won't a win chance. because of those cuts. Right. Um, but I gotta believe Dunkirk. Yeah. I, I Tonya, come on. That's not even Alright, so we'll do we'll do two more here. Sound editing. Baby Driver, Blade Runner, Dunkirk, Shape of Water, Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Mm, boy, it's either going to be Star Wars or Blade Runner. Yeah, and it's the same. Actually, the same group for sound mixing. Okay, probably Star Wars. Right. Uh, production design: Beauty and the Beast, Blade Runner, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Shape of Water. Blade Runner, man. Production design between Blade Runner and Dunkirk. This is production design. Yeah, I mean Darkest Hour too. I guess. Yeah, period piece. Really nicely <sighs> shot. Blade Runner, I think. That would be amazing. It would be. I mean, it was so well done. It was. Uh, let's see. Anything else worth Visual effects. Blade yep. Runner, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Kong Skull Island, Oof. Star Wars Last Jedi, War for the Planet of the Apes. Wow. Impossible. I'm a Star Wars fan, so I'll pick Star Wars. I'm going to go... Kong Skull Island. Nah. No, I'm kidding. I'm going to go for Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, that was great, too. 
Yeah. Fantastic. I, I don't really have anything else here. That, that's fine. That's our really terrible, <laughs> terrible, like, um, like, just, it's like Wayne World, but not as funny as yeah. Wayne's World. We're not worthy. We don't watch all these movies. Because honestly, it doesn't matter. <laughs> honestly, most of them come out in Sundance and they never make it to any medium that you or I would get access to. Like, I would never sit in a theater for most of those movies. I would never, even as great as three billboards was, I'm not going to sit in a theater and watch three billboards. When I saw the, when I saw the trailer for that, I knew it was going to be Oscar contender. But, you know, once again, Fargo-esque. Very much. But then again, she's in Fargo, so it's hard. <laughs> but yeah, I know. But, but I mean... She's she could, aged a lot. She looks old. In yeah, movie. they really aged her. Um, it was so good. Woody was so good, and Rockwell was so good. I really loved that movie. That was really good for Ending me. Ending killed me. It was just... <sighs> yeah. That could have been a very tidy wrap-up that would have made me very happy, but he wouldn't go there. He just didn't go there. I See, I, I honestly thought that... Don't um, give it away. No, that um, that creepy guy that sold the billboards, I thought he was the one who did it. Wouldn't that interesting. have been interesting? That would have been a nice twist. Too. That would have been a twist. And that could yeah. have been very cool. But my, my audience immediately pegged Rockwell as the killer. Oh, really? Immediately. No. See, I never. He's too dumb. Yeah. Too dumb. All right. We're gonna take a break. Sure. After that, we we next week we're gonna put our tail between our legs because we're gonna be wrong in all these Oscar picks. When we come back, we'll talk Thor Ragnarok. Yep. And we'll finish up Daddy's Home, which Daddy's won't take home, that long. Which won't take that long. Communities Digital News, built by the writers and editors that deliver the news twenty four hours a day. Visit comdiginews.com. That's C-O-M-M-D-I-G-I news.com. And support the next evolution in news. Thor Ragnarok. But I'm not... You have on your wall, keep Washington green. Yeah. What is that giant thing there? The, 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 the ore? It's a military thing. My wife's in the Navy. No, 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 no. The actual poster. Oh, he's holding up. So apparently that's like my wife's grandfather or great grandfather in that picture. Ah, and I was wondering what that was. Yeah, and he's holding a sign Got saying it. like "Keep Washington State Green." He was okay. Like a, he was like a state trooper. It's like, why would you waste space for that? No. You got to put more Doctor Who up, man. No. Okay. I've got a lot of stuff that I haven't put up. Yeah. Tell tell me about it. Ugh, I know. So, Thor, without a doubt, the best. Marvel Comics movie I have ever seen in my life. Period. Okay. okay. Period. Okay. And I love Guardians of the Galaxy, both of them. I thought they were both spectacular. So you and I were talking earlier, and I asked you the question about why was Thor throwing a ridiculous amount of comedic uh, action in this movie? You know, right. one-liners, just kind of being goofy. Right. Because um, he's not really like that. And I think... Uh, they're leveraging Chris Hemsworth, amazing comedic timing. Right. And, I mean, obviously... And he's in his own element. Well, and this And he's one, been around a while now. Yeah, I mean, Jeff Goldblum in this one, too. I mean, he's he's sort of the eccentric. I mean, they sort of do play off of each other yeah. really well. Um, even Tom Hiddleston, I think... Uh, he was great. Really good in this. How do I not even mention him? I'm just looking at my pre-review. I haven't put it up yet. Yeah, well, you should probably put him in there. 
Oh my uh, Kate Blanchett is scary. She's like scary bad, which is uh You mean good. Well, I mean in a good way, right? You know, she's the, she's a good villain. Really good villain. One of my first uh memories with my parents of reading a comic book had Hella on the cover. Um Marty Thor 150, 1968. Hmm. And she looked like she just stepped off the cover of that comic book. Oh, the, it was that. I mean, perfect. Did you see all the stunning? Um, the, the, the she basically had to wear a hairnet. Yeah, and it had like these little dots, which yeah. represented the, I guess, whatever the spikes coming out of her head were. Right, and when she's not <clears throat> wearing that little, it's like antlers. I know. It's so she's weird. not wearing antlers. She's got that really stringy black, goth hair. So, listen to the cast of this movie: Chris Hemsworth, Tom Middleton. Or Hiddleston, sorry. Kate Blanchett, uh, Idris Elba, Jeff Goldblum, Carl Urban, uh, Mark Ruffalo, Anthony Hopkins. That's a freaking comic book movie. Benedict Cumberbatch. Although he's in it for a very short period of time. Oh, but it's so great. It's hilarious. It's fantastic. It's hilarious. Um, Isn't it amazing you can pull that guy in and just have him do that? Yeah, it, it, I mean, you think that was a week's worth of work? And they shot it while they were doing Doctor Strange, from what I read. Oh, cool. What I saw. Cool. I they did. just brought the Thor in for a, a quick scene and and used it. I mean... Marvel can't be any better at what they're doing right now. There's no way. I, don't, I mean... They are firing where's in the mo- all... Where's the money to pay these people, though? It's crazy. Well, this movie made like a billion dollars. <throat> no, I know that, but I mean, Carl Urban, that's really kind of tough for him because he really bulked up. You know, I'm used to seeing him as McCoy on Star Trek. That's where I saw yeah. him. I could not place this guy. And the thing is, is he's not really bad in this movie. He's sort of like, if I don't play along, I'm going to die. Right. Um, or, or no, it's more of, it's more of no one ever listens to me. And if you think it's normal fan, if you think it's weird that he picks up two machine guns and starts blasting away, that is directly out of the comic book. That was the best scene. That's of the movie. directly out of the comic book. That was the best. So it's not like it was the they're best, reinventing the wheel here. Best scene in the whole movie was when he picks up two machine guns, blows away. A bunch of the bad guys, yeah, and then jumps out of the spaceship and goes for Asgard as he comes to the ground right. and just starts mowing down bad guys. Best scene. So we can be on this for an hour, as far as I'm concerned. Director Taki Watiti, and it, you know what? I should know the guy's name because he offers an introduction in the movie where he pronounces his name, and then he goes in the optional commentary track and talks about it too. And he also, well, and he also plays. Is it Kirk? Korg. Korg. Which is sort of like um, the thing in Fantastic Four. So, right. Another thing about Korg is his species um, was on the cover of the first appearance of Thor in the modern age back in 1962, which I bet you didn't know. Mm-mm. Journey into Mystery, number 83. There's a scene where these rock men are coming down to f- battle Thor. All I can Great say comic. is I would watch a standalone movie with Korg. Yeah, that funny. Hilarious. And the director, did you say that already? Yeah, the, the director, director plays him. Yeah. And he's it's amazing great. how I don't, don't listen to you about anything. It's great. I defy anybody with a heartbeat. 
not to lose their blank in the opening battle where Thor is fighting that fire god. Oh. And so Led Zeppelin's immigrant song well, comes on. And when he is spinning around on oh, the yeah, chain yeah, yeah. and he goes, hold on, hold on, hold on for a second. That's hilarious. The saddest part of this movie was when he loses his hammer. Yeah. That was cool, though. It was cool. You didn't expect it. So what is... So obviously there's different progressions and there's different timelines for Thor. I think there are some that still have him with his hammer, right? Or there, there were yeah. some. So what was his sort of next weapon of choice? Was it just the fact that he just summons thunder? Yeah. So he doesn't really have a weapon, per se? I don't think so. When he summons thunder... That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's also very cool. Think about the music they had in this. This was almost Guardian-esque. It was. Um, you know what I was really... Um, I was really surprised they didn't put it in. It was ACDC's uh, Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck. That would have been great. I really was like, when the when 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 it hits the fan, right. Thunderstruck's coming out. And it right. wasn't. And I was like, come on. He's the god of thunder. They just went back to Immigrant Song. Probably they cost did. a fortune to get Immigrant Song. For Led Zeppelin? Absolutely. Um, so the director was in this vampire mockumentary called What We Do in the Shadows. He was the director and as one of the stars of it. And I saw this movie and went, this guy is going to be great. I don't know what he's going to do, but he's going to be great. And then he did something else in New Zealand, which was like a number one film that I with Sam Neill. Oh, let's mention Sam Neill and Matt Damon and yeah. Luke... Luke Hemsworth. I mentioned I mentioned to my wife, that's Matt Damon. And she goes, no, it's not. I'm like, that's oh, Matt come Damon. come on. That's Matt Damon. That was Sam Neill from Jurassic Park. What what a uh, what a crazy cameo. Right. Just completely out of the... Like, that's right. Just so... This director's out of his mind. He's out of his mind. It was unbelievable. I'm like, what is Matt Damon doing in this movie? And he's doing like the most ridiculous cameo I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. For no, he's playing no he, reason. He's an actor playing, playing Loki. Loki, and it's crazy. He's doing a play. It's stupid. <laughs> it's unbelievable. This is two hours and ten minutes of balls to the wall. Just it's got everything. Everything in it. In it. There's not the there's really a spaceship battle. There's a there's a um, the fight between Thor and the Hulk is, is hilarious. You can't even quantify that if you're a fan. It's Epic. And then the rapport between Thor and yeah. the Hulk. When a there's Chatty Hulk. Chatty Hulk, which is great. You even get um, Black Widow for a brief minute um, in it. So obviously they did some recording of her at right. some point. Um, you get mention of Tony Stark at one point in his sure. clothes, which was also funny. Um, I'm trying to think if there was anybody else that they could have packed into this movie. I mean, it's really ridiculous of how Valkyrie, many... Valkyrie, and I don't remember who played her. Tess somebody. Um, uh, Tessa Thompson. Yes. She's great. Oh, she's going to be in... Got to be in the Avengers. I hope she pops in. It's just like, at this point... I mean, how much do you think the payroll was alone on the Avengers? Oh, man. Billion dollars? Probably. Plus, maybe they took a piece. Maybe it wasn't a salary. I mean, Maybe you have to salary. imagine Avengers, because they also slid it back one week. Now it's at the end of April, not May 4th. Okay. You have to believe that Now, why they do that? When's Han Solo come out? I... End of May? He's in May. Maybe it's May the 4th. All I know is that that movie is going to destroy 
at the box office. And I got to say, I don't think Solo is going to be able to hold up to it. I think when the feedback comes out and it's not a very yep. good movie, forget it. <sighs> and it's Hemsworth must be so stoked he doesn't have to cut it or grow his hair long anymore or put extensions in. Right. Because they finally trim his hair down. Someone chops it, yep. Yeah, finally. And that someone is? I'm not going to say. Maybe there's someone who hasn't seen this movie. Come on. That's someone. I'm going to ruin it. It's Stan Lee. The Patriarch. Stan Lee. Right. And he's great. Actually, is he in it twice? I don't think so. Where else do you see him? I know he was cutting his hair, but I thought he was in it again. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe not. The extras... um, the gag reel was dumb. I will, I'll get to that. Deleted scenes were probably great that they were deleted. You do the... Well, dire- okay, so hold on. The deleted scenes, there's two of them that were pretty funny. There is an extended version of the Grandmaster meeting Thor. Yes. Which is funny. It really is funny. I mean, it. it, it yeah, I, I didn't find it that funny. Um, But I could see why they cut it. They really didn't need it. Um. Just like the the two um, post trailer uh, mini featurettes or whatever they call them, the one, one sets up where Thanos uh, arrives at the ship carrying Asgard, and the other one is Jeff Goldblum having some problems, having some problems the, on the ground, which were both not necessary. Um, you obviously watch the director's commentary. I never do those, so because you well, you you <clears throat> missed something. That was that was probably the best I commentary. Can't wa- I can't go back and watch the movie over track. again with that. I just can't. But do it's it. but he's he's not sitting there going, okay, he dropped his skull now. Oh, the hammer falls. This guy is out of his mind on tangents. He flies off. Here are the here here I got I got quotes. Um, within like four minutes of the movie starting, he tells us he was doing the motion capture stand-in for Chris Hemsworth that he can see into the past, and he'll be including a dragon in his upcoming sequel to Manchester by the Sea. Oh, he did Manchester by the no, Sea? of course he didn't. I didn't know if he directed it's it. It's all craziness. So he talks about stuff, and then he goes in, and you hear how he butchers, butchers Benedict Cumberbatch's name. He's all over the place. He suggests Anthony Hopkins was urinating off of a cliff in the opening scene in Norway. Oh, I wouldn't put it past him. And and reveals that he wakes up in cold sweats and has the powers of convincibility. So this director almost did does everything of, but talks about the movie. So he did a lot of LSD when he was in uh, college. Funny, funny guy. And I got to mention the fact that for first time ever, they literally pay such a homage to Jack Kirby. Jack the King Kirby. The guy who designed a lot of the early comic books that Stan Lee orchestrated story-wise. So, like, the Fantastic Four and Avengers and all that stuff. What are you looking at? Oscar update? I've got Oscar updates. Tell me. You ready? I'm ready. Sam Rockwell wins Best Supporting Actor. Well, we knew that was going to happen. Darkest Hour wins for Best Hair and Makeup. Oh, damn. We didn't guess on that one. Uh, Hold on. Uh, Phantom Thread wins Best Costume Design. <laughs> Icarus wins for Best Documentary. Never saw it. Uh, Dunkirk wins for Best Sound Editing and Sound Mixing. Star Wars Last Jedi. No, nothing there. So Dunkirk 
beat Star Wars. We we were guessing Star Wars was going to win for sound editing. I, I, you, I mean, you, you. Well, were, what did you? Oh, you I just held back. Go back and go back and re-listen. I guess. I thought they always announced best supporting actress first. Uh. Mm, Not yet. I'm looking to see here. Hold on. This is called Dead Air. Yeah, you, you, need, you just keep talking, okay? All right, I'll just keep talking. Anyway, Jack Kirby is in this film all over the place. Um, spaceship design, costume design. When they're on the planet Sakaar, uh, which is also an homage to Contest of Champions, uh, there's even a point where the Grandmaster is sitting in his little cubicle waiting for the contest to begin, and all the artwork on the back wall is Jack Kirby. This can't be any cooler of a movie if you're a comic book fan. And I'm not kidding. It's I a lot of fun. I am not kidding. I couldn't have laughed and gritted my teeth and punched my fist in the air anymore in a movie. Yeah. It was that good. Well, apparently Jimmy Kimmel opened with a penis joke, so there's something. Oh, good. And... I don't have anything on who won Best Actress yet. Well, maybe they don't. I swore that was like the first award they give out. That's fine. Mm. In the old days, it was. I also watched a movie in 4K, which, of course, is stunning. Now, they shot the film with cameras utilizing 4K and 6K output, but then they downsized it to 2K, and I think that 2K is what they used to upscale to 4K. <laughs> Which is very confusing. Okay. So Don Kirk won for mixing and editing two separate awards. Okay. So I was wrong twice so far. Icarus. We got Rockwell right. We got Rockwell right. Yeah. That was a shoe in About time, man. I love that guy. He's never won an Oscar. Did you ever see that movie Moon? No. You are doing yourself a disservice. You got to watch that. That movie is ridiculous, and he's in it by himself. The only other... Oh, wait. I saw the opening and fell asleep. Oh, dude. So I got to hang out and watch more of it? So Spacey is the voice of the computer, and that's it. Who? Kevin Spacey. Who? You know, that guy that used to be an actor and no longer exists. Oh, that's right. He's kind of like Moses in Egypt. He's kind of like Kaiser Soze. He just disappears. He completely was taken down. Mm. So it is written, so it is done. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, Yeah. Are we done talking about Thor? I think so. Okay. I can't gush anymore. Do, so I'm going to need a towel off. Let's take a quick break. Let's do Daddy's Home 2, and I'll talk uh, about a movie that has Sam Rockwell in it on Netflix, and that is called Mute. We'll be back. Communities Digital News, built by the writers and editors that deliver the news 24 hours a day. Visit comdiginews.com. That's C-O-M-M-D-I-G-I news.com. And support the next evolution in news. <clears throat> Daddy's home too. Do, 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 do. It's no Thor Ragnarok. And we've, as we've already learned, Mel Gibson wins Razzie for yeah. best or for worst, which is so uncool. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Uh, John Cena didn't need to be in this movie. The woman who plays Mark Wahlberg's wife didn't need to be in this movie. She barely said anything. Two characters. That, Is that Linda? Uh, Linda Cardellini? Uh, yeah. I don't know. No, that's that's um, Will Ferrell's wife. Okay. 
They don't even have her credited here. She's <laughs> she harsh. Getting kids drunk, meh, whatever. Um, pretty predictable. Did you ever? Did you watch the first one? Did you ever see the first one? I didn't. Okay. Is the first one better? I mean, it's okay. The thermostat scene in this one yep. should have been nominated. For you, I mean, that's not a problem in my house. It will be. Uh, nobody's messed with your thermostat. Well, nobody sleeps with the windows open. Let's put it that way. <laughs> my kid now sleeps in his room with a fan blasting about 40 miles an hour and an air conditioner. In the wintertime. I could time. kill him. In the wintertime. Yes. I'm going to take that air conditioner and throw it out a window. Think about like what's going on with him, though. He's got, I know. A, he's got he a lot can, going on. He's kind of like a Hulk. Wouldn't yeah. you agree? He's There's bu- a, a major amount of, of calories being burned. Is he when he blowing like 4,000 4, calories a day? Yeah. Well, he's lifting like 400 and something pounds. Yeah. So I digress. He's hot. Sorry. He's warm. Yeah. Can't but cool I, don't let him, I don't let him touch the thermostat. Yeah. I kick his, you know what? Yeah. So uh, I don't know what to say. I mean, the the deleted, extended, and alternate scenes was really lame. The making a sequel was, I thought, just a lot of like hugging and kissing about how great it was for everybody to come back. Um, the Codads thing was a little bit more of that, like how Will and Mark play against that, and then like including Mel and John. The gag reel wasn't really funny at all, which was sad because it's a Will Ferrell movie. Um, it was a lot of... So my lead was an unnecessary sequel to a 2015 amusing male-centric comedy gets ported over to the ultra-high-definition format to feature its star's age lines. And they look old. Will Ferrell is looking, Mel, is looking older. Mel has got leather. Mel's got a gut. A little there's bit. A, there's a few yep. scenes. There's there's one scene that they cut, and it was in the deleted is, scenes. Is that the where one he's, he's out, chopping wood? Where he's chopping wood, and he's yeah. got the he's got the white yeah. beater on. Yeah, and he just looks fat, like Mel. And what then, do you it, expect? But I, like, but I did like the one thing where in the features, he's laying on the ground after being shot, and they he asked for the camera, right? And he held the camera, right, from his point of view. Which is like, I mean, that dude is a gifted filmmaker. So you don't watch all Thor Ragnarok featurettes, but you're going to dive into the Mark Wahlberg Daddy's Home 2 featurettes? I watched everything I but Finding Korg you. and the director's commentary. I don't and I never, and I never watched the director's commentary. Oh. I just can't do it. Even though I told you it was the funniest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. I didn't have a lot of time. I love you, Paramount Pictures, for allowing me to watch this in 4K UHD. But you don't need to get this film in 4K UHD. I'm just saying. It didn't. It, it The Rotten Tomatoes rating on it was something like 18%. I don't know what it made at the box office, but... It made over $100 million. Then they'll make a third one. Oh, they will, because it did fine. So what's it going to be? Sully? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, that was the only... Some, I saw him come out, and I was like, oh, did they really crowbar Sully into this? Yeah, really? they did. They really? Did. Come on. Um, I hope Mel's oh, wait. back. You know, we didn't give a grade for Thor Ragnarok. I'm going oh, A+. Oh, come on. A++. Plus plus. A+. Plus. Okay, so now let's do Daddy's Home 2. Give me a grade for that one. B-. minus. Mm, really? How about a flat C? No. I, B-. minus. I laughed out loud. I only laughed at the one thing. Okay, it's like, come well, on, man. I felt like so... It was like... This movie had the opportunity to take over Christmas Vacation the th- and do it right. The thermostat scene carried me yeah, for probably a half an hour into that movie. Come on, man. Will Ferrell is just as funny as Chevy Chase. E- easily. Just as funny. 
but it's a different funny. I know, but they could have done it where it was just nonstop, and right. it would have been great. And they didn't. Yeah. If they if Daddy's Home Two was a was a way to make a, an even crazier Christmas vacation, they could have. They could have done it. They had all it the would, elements in and play, and it would have been amazing. Yep. And they didn't do it. I'll give you that. Okay. So the last thing we want to talk about, or I want to talk about. Can I tune out now? You okay. can tune out. I watched. So, so Duncan Jones, who is David Bowie's son, okay, great. He okay. made he made Moon, and he made Source Code with Jake Gyllenhaal. Which okay, I don't know if you remember watching that one. That was a pretty good movie too. So he made. I this think m- I fell asleep during that movie. He too. made a movie called Mute with okay uh, Alexander Skarsgård and Paul Rudd. And, good, good. And it is very much a Blade Runner style set in the future series. It takes place. It's a series? It's a movie. Okay. Sorry, sorry it's a movie. It takes place in the same timeline as Moon. And I'm not, I can't really explain to you why, because if you go back and actually rewatch Moon, um, there's a, all I can say is, is there's a trial going on and Sam Rockwell is in the courtroom. Okay. So Alexander Skarsgård is mute. He had an accident when he was five. He's Amish. Okay. Or a Mennonite. They don't really say. He's, he's Amish, uh, really, more or less. Uh, his neck is cut by the rudder of a boat. And his parents refuse to do the surgery to correct it. So instead, he can no longer speak. Wow. And he spends this movie trying to find his girlfriend who has mysteriously disappeared. Paul Rudd is a United States military uh, medical surgeon who is essentially, who has gone AWOL and pays people off to leave him alone. And their worlds sort of eventually intersect. Mm -hmm. The movie was panned, just horribly panned. Okay. And it's unfortunate that it was because you liked it. No. It's unfortunate because the story could have really presented itself in a really unique way, but it I think he was he's he's written this movie. This movie's been around. It's like his pet project for like 10 years. I think he wrote some of this at different points in his life, like some of it right after when his father died. Right. His wife had cancer. And it just seems like there are different points to the movie that are a very different voice and a very different tone mm-hmm. than the rest of it. It's not very cohesive. Skarsgård is really good in it. I like Paul Rudd a lot, although he's not really a villain. He's sort of like a guy you kind of love to hate. Paul hate Rudd. To, Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Um, the visuals of it were really cool. It was, again, very Blade Runner-esque. Okay. Um it just didn't have it. And Moon is such a brilliant movie that it was sort of, when I heard this was sort of like a loose sequel, sequel? to Moon, right. I got really excited. But it just, I don't know what happened. It, I think Net, Netflix kind of took a swing at this one saying like, oh, whatever. And I don't think he could get a theater to do it. He also did Warcraft, if you remember Warcraft. And that, yeah. movie, that movie got panned. But it also I made like liked it. $450 million. Yeah, yeah. in so, China. In China. But who cares? China. It made all of his money. Yeah. So, unfortunately, I really, really wanted to like this movie. I liked the acting in it, but the story 
just at times was just all over the place. Um, it so you didn't like it. I don't think it's as harsh as the critics gave it. I mean, the audience on Rotten Tomatoes give it like a fifty-four percent. Critics gave it an eighteen. I would go with the audience and say it was like a fifty-four percent, not an eighteen. Okay. It wasn't horrible. It just was not tight. Um, so it would kind of get like a C minus D plus. So if you're on Netflix and you're super bored, maybe you'd have a different opinion than I do, but it just didn't live up to moon. Didn't live up to some of his other movies. Um, you know, he's got big shoes to fill. David Bowie's kid. Yeah. So just watch shit's Creek. By the way, I'm stoked that the new season's out. It's it's there. Have you watched any of it yet? I have. Okay. I have not gotten into it yet. I'm still catching up on some other stuff. Little bit too much on the sun. This year? Yeah. Just a little too oh, much. He's so annoying. And Both his, of the and kids his are new, super and his annoying. new boyfriend. Oh. At the apothecary. Little bit too much. All right. Let's do a quick recheck. Okay. And then we're out of here. What else? Apparently nothing. Excellent. Because nothing's happened since then. Oh. It's going to be a six-hour telecast. Dude, I hate when they do that. I hate it. It's so stupid. It's like they've got to have everyone who's up for best song come out and perform the song. Right. Like, no, you don't need to do that. Just Who is up for best song? I think Mary, you know J- Mary J. Blige is in one of them. Okay. Um, Phil Collins, maybe. Phil. Elton John. Elton John. Uh, who? Uh, uh, John Williams. John for best song. Best song. Um, <laughs> I mean, Led Zeppelin. Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, and uh, I think he maybe Toto for Africa, maybe. So somebody told me last night that the Toto lead singer got tossed from the band. Because he was too fat. <laughs> you know that? <laughs> no. But he had, that, he, had a, he had that weird porno mustache. Uh, interestingly, a guy I work with, his father is the drummer from Toto. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I'd like to meet that guy. Yeah, he's Can credible. you ask him if the lead singer got thrown out because he was too fat? I feel like that. The guy might... who wrote their only hit? It's possible that maybe they're sort of tight because obviously okay. growing up in that yeah. environment... Yeah. Or maybe it's his uncle, not his father. But re- regardless, Close he's enough. got a relationship to Toto. All right, we'll answer that question next week. I, I probably won't be able to answer that for you. And uh, on a real sleeper note, um, I think that, you know, the cars are going to get, they're going to win it this year. They're going to win the Oscar. The cars? Oh, yeah. For what? I mean, they have the best song, clearly. <laughs> Stairway to Heaven. Will You've been always, watching Thor Ragnarok. Stairway to Heaven will always be the best song ever made. I don't know if I can even take you seriously. Are you can? Are you serious? I feel like it's the best song. You feel that's the best song ever made? Yeah. It's not better than Won't Get Fooled Again. That's tough because I also really love Hotel California. Oh Jesus! All right, stop while you're ahead. Really, you have to stop. Really, you think Won't Get Fooled Again is the best song ever the, written? I wouldn't go with Stairway to Heaven because they stole it. <laughs> they stole the riff. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, come on. Who hasn't? How's we can ba- we can talk next how, week about how's how that about band working out best for you? song. Hey, I got paid last night. Yeah. Okay. Fifty bucks at the door. That's the way it works. All right. Got my rocks off. <laughs> <laughs>